Let's get to our heaviest hitter. Our biggest known known. Our yeah. big boy yeah. here. Lawrence, Mr. Lawrence Larry Summers. Yeah. That's where you put in the Dracula organ hit. That's where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Absolutely. I mean, in a lot of ways, I feel like Larry Summers is going to be uh, one of the most, uh, how to put it, known quantities uh, among probably yeah. a lot of people listening he's to this. He's the knownest known known. But yeah. for those of you, who, of you who don't, I mean, he's also like one of these people who has the like longest storied history of, uh, I mean, he basically... He, of of all of these people, I think he has uh, the biggest storied history of like controversy, other than like Biden mm-hmm. himself, I mm-hmm. suppose. Uh, in this orbit, um, I like to think of him as sort of uh, like the like Larry Summers is the Dick Cheney of the Joe Biden cinematic universe. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, except for instead of saying like, "Oh, hey, can we basically like slap Halliburton stickers on every oil derrick in Iraq?" He's essentially like, "Can we just like use uh, you know foreign interference of different." varieties uh, especially economic interference uh in order to basically pick over every unturned uh stone in like the public sector in other countries to like create privatization yeah uh in other places i mean it's ironic considering the thing that phil was mentioning earlier of like oh yeah ezekiel emmanuel is like going to be completely against things like single payer because he thinks that it like it is bolstered the best by the private uh market i mean quite literally so much of what Larry Summers has been like doing mm-hmm. is uh, or over over the years is advocating His for and in fact career and in fact um, you know abetting things like uh, you know he was like he was at Harvard and and to some degree involved with at least overseeing or being you know t- like tacitly sort of around the project of like Harvard getting involved in the privatization of Russia for mm-hmm. example of the USSR mm-hmm. right. So definitely yeah. the type of person you want overseeing policy. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's 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 not uh, a comforting idea to have a guy who's just like horny to take a bunch of like public money and like throw it at friendly private industry literally f- through his entire career. But I, I think it's also like the the thing about Summers to like that really strikes me is that he it's not just Summers himself, but it's the fact that he is very much part of like a cadre yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in, in the like Leninist sense of the word cadre <laughs> yeah. um, that, that emerged following 1989 and was like heavily invested in the in the Clinton administration and its response to like these successive like political crises. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, the thing about Summers is like he has a very definite idea about what the purpose of like government economic management is mm-hmm. which is that you use you use the tools of the state to limit uh and and clamp down on social conflict that emerges from like crises of capitalism mm. and the way that like uh summers proposed to do this along with like alan greenspan and, and bob rubin and the clinton administration was you on the one hand you're going to have to ratchet down uh, public spending, austerity, mm-hmm. austerity, austerity on all social programs. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other hand, you know, they weren't politically stupid about how much c- social conflict and, and potential disruptions in the economy that would uh, create. And so mm-hmm. what they did on the other hand was use public financing to just create this uh, really unregulated and dangerous uh, <laughs> series of like debt instruments over and over and over again to like 
basically smooth out and, and, and limit social conflict over the fact that they were trying to like massively retrench um, the welfare state. And that's mm-hmm. like, right. you know, he was, you know, if you think about like what he did during the Obama administration, one of the big things that um, I think the CEO of Fannie Mae uh, yep. wanted to do initially was um, like declare eminent domain on all of these fraudulent loans and mm-hmm. just expunge them that way. And the, like the summer's response was like, Oh, we're not socialists. We don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so oh yeah, that's, that's like, that's Larry Summers to me in a nutshell is like, he sees himself as a sort of, um, I like a lord. There's a feudal lord like quality to the way he sees For economic sure. policy. So I think it would be good to get into, uh, you know, one of the, one of the reasons that this actually has become timely, mm-hmm. uh, which is this mm-hmm. uh, Larry Summers interview. Yeah. Um, that oh, was yeah. from what is it like the 22nd? I think. Uh, I think so. Yeah. But uh, so Larry Summers. It's interesting because um, you know I've only I've only. St- started just kind of seeing this this is now like as of monday starting to get uh floated around a lot more but basically uh larry summers gave this interview for a publication called the american interest which i imagine phil is familiar with and no one else on this podcast probably yeah the the american interest is you know a, a publication mainly read by people you know within washington dc and it sort of i feel like is uh you know it's it is exactly a, uh, what it sounds like <laughs> exactly what it sounds like it's yeah. it's a uh, Fa- francis fukuyama joint actually mm, ah. so. lovely ah. so so this like larry summer's interview which the the headline that the american interest has given this is how to fix globalization for detroit not davis <laughs> uh which i would not characterize as anything near what uh the conversation is, actually <laughs> the conversation is. yeah um but uh he gave this interview which to me i don't know how you guys read this but like to me first of all lolling on the floor well yeah, yeah that for, for sure for sure also I mean, laughing while crying uh, during this uh interview but also i mean it's interesting because as as far as you know i, I mentioned sort of I sort of like sideways mentioned before that many while many of the advisors are sort of kept like secretive within the joe biden sphere or whatever like there's 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 the known uh sphere of the the inner sanctum or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> um but then like a lot of the other advisors are sort of like kept under tabs this is like whereas when larry summers when it was when it was initially revealed i think that larry summers uh was part of uh the was like part of the uh biden policy team mm-hmm. in this cycle um it did become like kind of a, a minor scandal for a moment you had even like the atlantic running pieces that are like larry summers is a huge liability for joe biden right because um, he is but now actually having given this interview i can't think of anything that this interview services other than like a sort of like public signal that no no, no larry's okay like in fact don't be surprised to see him as you know, as I mentioned, like chief of staff or something, I don't think they would give him treasury again necessarily. Fed chair, or I don't know something like nah, it, it, that's his dream job. I don't even. Yeah, think that's what he actually, wants. I, well, I get the sense from this that beyond just like economic policy, that he'll be one of the sort of you know I mentioned Cheney for like a reason right. uh, in that like mm-hmm. I get the sense that um, they're like either they are or or Summers is himself positioning um, himself as as sort of like a very big picture mm-hmm. um advisor mm-hmm. to biden which would fit with a lot of the um uh like reporting 
that mm-hmm. we would ha- that we've seen and also sort of makes sense considering that uh, a lot of the people who would have been like a lot of former Obama people were like distributed throughout a bunch of campaigns early on and we know that Biden's really picky about like loyalty mm-hmm. um so like it would make sense that like Larry Summers has become part of this brain trust but he really like they basically interview him as though he is the already incoming like uh like chief of staff or treasury secretary or something like that. And he speaks like it. I mean, he very much speaks like it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the interesting thing about the, the structure of this and why I think it's like, Summers is truly like the dark Lord uh, (laughs) in this this whole setup is that he is very good at doing something that I think the representatives of the the physical representatives of capitalism do when there is a crisis, Mm -hmm. which is that they faint towards very, very different, uh, social and economic policies. Or they're like, we really need to like, uh, fundamentally rethink society. Um, but then (laughs) what Mm -hmm. they say in the rest of the interview, uh, just completely belies that. So like this happens, this happened during the financial crisis, like very big things were said at like Jackson hole, Wyoming about like Mm -hmm. the need to really rethink capitalism. And like, I'm sure some like very important foundations, like put out papers, like we really need to rethink the, the relations between like capital and labor. But, um, at the end of the day, they don't really believe these things. They know that they Mm -hmm. need to say them to be sort of taken seriously at a moment of crisis, (laughs) but, uh, they don't, we'll read, we're going to read some of this and you will see that this is not actually what Larry Summers believes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, but I think also like crucially it's worth like noting that the, the way he talks in this interview and the way that he like does most of his like media appearances, like the game is to disguise pretty much everything that he thinks inside of like uh or 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 the values that he's trying to espouse inside of um like technical language uh that that would that would like obscure the fact that really he is just an austerity hawk right yeah totally um do you want to get into some of the hello this is daniel beatrice's screen reader program support us at patreon.com slash death panel pod to hear the full episode and get access to patron only content with love the death panel